Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. What's going on, everybody? RJ Ochoa here from SB Nation's blog and theboys.com. Hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and that you're excited for the 2022 NFL Draft just a little bit over two weeks away. Today is Tuesday, April 12th, 2022, of course. Because it is Tuesday, it is 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, the proper time zone. That means we have congregated for our weekly blog and the boys roundtable. Joining me tonight, we have up in the top right corner, the Northeast Quadrant. It is Tom Ryle never eats soggy waffles. The northeast side belongs to him. You can see and hear everybody here, by the way, at blogontheboys.com and on the Blog on the Boys podcast network. On Mondays, you can hear Aiden Davis on First and Ten with Tony Catalina and Dave Sturgeo. He is there down in the southeast corner. And Manning the Southwest is, of course, the uh, the emperor himself, the one and only Mark Lane. He of every single fun fact in the history of the universe. Mark, what did you have for lunch today? I can't remember. I think I've only no. I had leftover Pizza Hut pizza, the stuffed crust. Okay, um, but, but usually large. I only eat a Belvita and bar and coffee a day. Hey, you know what? Uh, whatever, uh, whatever keeps you going. I mean, whatever fuel you need to burn. Tom, uh, are you excited for tonight's roundtable? It's a little bit of a twist on on our normal roundtable menu. Um, are you excited for this particular bit of sunshine? I'm always excited to be on the roundtable. It's always a blast. That's right. Uh, welcome, John Wick. Makes me sweaty. I uh, hope your Tuesday has gone well. Aiden, uh, we've been playing games, uh, kind of uh, standing games uh, throughout roundtables, handing out you know roundtable winners. Mark won our inaugural one. Tony won one last week. Uh, tonight's going to be a little bit different. Tonight, you're each going to present a bit of a thesis. I didn't totally prep you guys, uh, as is my style, but you each are going to be tasked with one simple question. And at the end, myself, our loyal audience, our loyal live audience obviously some people re-watch this or listen to this after the fact uh we will decide which one of you made the most compelling argument and the uh you know the general premise tonight aiden is what is the most optimistic way the next month could go for the dallas cowboys obviously the next month encompasses the 2022 nfl draft there's free agency moves that could happen in between or around that um so aiden we're going to start uh in ascending order from an age perspective so as to preserve tom for uh the caboose of tonight's order uh so aiden you are up first what is the most optimistic way that the next month could play out for the dallas cowboys am i just supposed to give my laundry list of yeah, I mean, look, the, the floor is yours. You have to do what you feel is right. I mean, we're going to kind of, you know, Mark and, and Tom and myself, we'll, we'll ask some questions, we'll poke some holes, we'll, we'll kind of figure out you can flesh out the way you feel you want to see this thing go. Um, we have um, Moinka, by the way, says Stephen Jones steps down. Obviously, um, I don't think any of us think that that's really going to happen. By the way, Mark DJ Dog 31 notes your wall of lanyards behind you. So you are already uh, picking up some points from the crowd. Uh, so Aiden, the floor is yours. Uh, the pressure is really on because you have to kind of set how this thing goes. Um, so best of luck make it happen all right so let's start with probably what's going to be everybody's first task and that's going to be look the at NFL this mark draft. and tom he's speaking for you all right i'm not here to compete i'm just letting you know i mean just just you know be on your toes but go ahead Aiden. well 
based off the last two weeks, I'm going to assume that nothing really happens between now and the draft. So I'm going to start. Wow, the, the Ryan Nall disrespect, Aiden. Wow. Hey, we talked about it on first and 10. Hit on it. Good signing, guys. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start at the draft. I'm going to say the best thing that could happen at the draft is Kenyon Green or Zion Johnson ends day one as a Dallas Cowboy. I want that first-round lineman. I want that first-round guard. I want one of those two people. And if that doesn't happen, then I'm – I mean, if we're just talking optimistic and what's the best-case scenario, that's my – that's my number one that would happen out of the draft. Obviously, we, I mentioned last week that Kenyon Green's my number one guy. So Kenyon Green would be the best. Zion Johnson, a very close second. I want one of them. Okay, After hang on. The- let's let's pause here. Mark, do you agree that that is – is that the beginning to your most optimistic next month for the Dallas Cowboys, landing Kenyon Green in the draft? I believe you're on mute, Mark, or your internet it went out. Or no, my no, internet. no. I got okay. a board okay. over here. I forgot the- – but anyway, yes, I agree, and it's not because I'm trying to forge any accord with uh, anyone else in the SEC West. It's just a fact. Okay. Uh, Tom, do you feel that this is the right starting step for the next month of the Dallas Cowboys? I think it's probably the best one get a starting guard uh, right off the bat, and uh I think that would be very pleasing to, to a lot of people, depending on how they follow it up. Okay, Aiden, you're off to a fantastic start, it seems. Uh, carry on. All right, then after the draft, I'd like us to add, I think in an ideal world, we add some high-named free agents. I don't think that's... I'm going to keep it realistic, so I'm going to say after the draft, just add some veteran guys to fill in the holes that you didn't address during the draft. So, I mean, even guys like... Keelan Cole, like these are like low price guys. Keelan Cole, Sheldon Richardson as defensive interior, assuming assuming you don't go with that in the first round. Maybe, I don't know, maybe Jordan Davis falls and he's the Cowboys surprise us. Brandon Shell, just like these are all names that like they're not they're not going to make anybody anybody's palms get sweaty look at, waiting for the upcoming season. But it's it's guys that you're going to fill in the holes after the draft, fill it in with some veteran guys that add that presence to your locker room and an otherwise pretty young team right now okay um i think we all agree i mean i don't know what what your most optimistic cases are mark and tom uh that tyron matthew isn't going to be a cowboy uh that, that no high profile free agent that is still lurking on the market uh winds up being a cowboy uh mark that being said you know are you do you think that anything could come uh, from free agency for the Cowboys besides undrafted free agency? Do you think that the Cowboys are, are waiting potentially to find out what they miss on when it comes to the draft to potentially bring in somebody to alleviate whatever gap they may have? Yeah, I pretty much think that the Cowboys are going to treat free agency the same way that we used to in 2019 treat Walmart at 2 a.m. What you do when you need a plan B immediately. Uh, if they sense that something's not right with the roster or there's an injury or some sort of hit has been taken, then I think they go into free agency. Otherwise, I think that they would have acquired these guys already. So uh, a dip in free agency, I don't think warrants any optimism, but I won't say that it ipso facto is then negative. Tom, uh, a name that I have 
constantly kept harping on is Anthony Hitchens. Obviously, former Dallas Cowboys linebacker was released by the Kansas City Chiefs actually right before the new league year began. Uh, that's right, uh, Mark. Uh, Mar- Mark and I go way back uh, in terms of literally talking about chicken nuggets with Anthony Hitchens. So a nice common thread there. Uh, but Tom, wouldn't it be just like a classic Dallas Cowboys move to never really pay interest to Bobby Wagner, to not worry about N'Kobe Dean potentially falling to them, and to maybe not necessarily get the guy they want later on in the draft, and to feel like they have that in their back pocket? Anthony Hitchens, it was reported by the Dallas Morning News, has, a, has an interest in returning to the Cowboys. Isn't that like the classic, okay, come in, be, be the vet we need, you've gone and won your Super Bowl, be the leader for young Micah Parsons, et cetera, et cetera. Like, couldn't you see that happening? And then, then you know, you could see, I think, a Cowboys press conference where they say we know we feel like we really drafted Anthony Hitchens anyway we didn't get him in the draft but we still got that need at linebacker which allowed us to focus on other positions in the actual draft itself yeah uh, I I picture Stephen Jones is standing there you know waiting for somebody to fall through like that uh, so he can go like oh look what a brilliant bargain basement move I made and everything and, it, you know, Hitchens might not be the only one. He might be able to squeeze a couple in with, I think, $15 million in cap space they've got because they've got plenty rolling forward to, to be able to sign a couple of those guys that are starting to worry a little bit about having a job this fall and still have something left over for an emergency signing if they need it during the season. So, Aiden, do you have anything else to add to your perfect month for the Cowboys? It's draft Kenyon Green and sign a cool free agent this is your your presentation i'm yeah how much leeway do i have with a month because there's two things i think will start to happen within like a month and a half well what's that i mean go go for it we'll we'll give you we'll give you 50 days how about that i want to hear Dak prescott's fully healthy and there is like i don't want this to drag into like is his shoulder okay like the question marks that we got last year I don't want that. I want it to come out very, very early that Dak Prescott's fully healthy. He's been working at the wide receivers at his own house. He's been throwing them routes. He's been practicing all offseason because his shoulder, his entire body is 100%. And then number two, I don't want to hear any reports that given this last offseason, Mike McCarthy's lost the locker room, lost favor with his players. And this it can manifest itself in a lot of ways, whether that be quotes, fines, suspension, fight, like fights or just beat writer reports. I want to hear that, at least I don't want to hear that any of that's been happening and that this last offseason hasn't affected the way that Mike McCarthy is leading the team. So and you just want peace, love, and harmony basically all the way around. Yeah, that's my last two things. I just want everything to be okay. Nice. Well said. Okay, Mark, uh, as we are going in ascending order from an age perspective, you are the Jan Brady of our contestants um, in that regard. Um, so what would you like to amend? It's always what, Tom, what... Tom, Tom. <laughs> That's right. Uh, what, uh, what would you like to amend? How, how would you like to you know define that the perfect next month, month and a half of the Cowboys? We all kind of agree that Kenyon Green or Zion Johnson is, is the great kind of starting point there, but what would you like to add or adjust? You know, it's a funny thing because – I thought there was going to be more time spent on the draft itself. So that's where I made some of my notes. I think that if Dallas landed either George's Lewis sign or Illinois' Kerry Joseph or Balin's Jalen Petre as a safety, then you could have someone that for sure is going to replace Donovan Wilson, at least in terms of potential. Um, Also, if you could just find an edge rusher, just to throw in there somebody that can grow 
like like Cameron Thomas, then you've you've kind of solved the issues for the future. So I, I would throw that in there as part of my optimism. Uh, I also think that if you have reports of everything being right with Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. all four shoulders are fine. He has two extra shoulders, and those are fine too. And his calves are fine, giddy up, and all of that. And he's just 100%, and he's fine, and he's spent the whole offseason in bubble wrap, and he's doing, done bubble wrap therapy, and he's good to go. I think that that would engender some confidence for Cowboys fans so they don't have to worry about their franchise quarterback, who they've had to worry about for the past two off-seasons. I think if you also heard of the development of any rookies, so let's say they take Kenyon Green, for example, and everyone on I-45 on the way down to Bryan College Station is happy and Everything's great. But during rookie minicamp, he uh, rolls his ankle or something. Mark, So whoa. then he's missing uh, off-season. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm getting into the negative here. I think that if your rookie class has a great showing throughout off-season workouts, that will, in, that will start to turn the page on all of the dysfunction that has happened to this point. I agree with that. Um there is a very, very, very necessary infusion of, I wouldn't even call it optimism. I would just call it hype, right? Like there's like, like what has there been for the fantastic team at the mothership to like make a, a hype tape about or a hype video, like nothing, you know what I mean? There's no material for them to work with to create this, like, you know, montage of things that have happened this off season. Um, Tom, both Aiden and Mark have noted that, you know, hearing positive reports about Dak Prescott would be great and encouraging. It would be annoying. Don't get me wrong, but I would love to hear some sort of verbiage, even from Dak himself, uh, along the lines of, well, you know, this is my first true off season with normal work since 2019, because 2020 obviously immediately impacted by the pandemic. And then 2021 carried on with the pandemic, but dealing with his own recovery. Obviously, he's recovering from shoulder surgery and all the ailments of this past season. But it would be nice to hear that. Like, it would be very chalk, Tom, but, but it would still be nice nonetheless. Oh, it would be great to hear that. And I wouldn't mind also hearing that Zeke is back to 100% after his Mm. problem he had. Uh, It would be nice to see him getting four or five yards of carry when they hand him the ball instead of two or three. And that would be a small plus, although I'm far more concerned with Dak in in that area. But, you know, and there's – I just just also – if we just get through – any period of time without having some off the field issue crop up. That's always a huge plus. That's well said. I also, Aiden, to your point about Mike McCarthy, I don't need to hear any Cowboys people, front office figures, players, coaches. I don't need to hear anybody on a podcast. Nobody go do any show. Everybody just stay home. Be cool. You know, like, like we don't need any kind of public appearance or anything. We're supposed to get the, uh, the major business announcement tomorrow, by the way. Uh, but yeah, I mean like, we don't need like a sit down or an introspective. We don't need anything. Like just shut up. Right. Right. Aiden? Yeah. I mean, I don't have a huge problem if they want to like appear on podcast and like, a well, I mean the blog and the voice podcast, obviously. Yep. Right. Right. For sure. Yep. But I don't have a huge problem with media appearances. I just don't want I don't want to hear more about those media appearances than I do. Like it, it kind of, and I love, I love Micah Parsons. He's 
he's my favorite defender on the team. It it kind of bugged me that he went on like a media row after they lost that playoff game and like he was appearing on all these things. And it's like I'd rather just hear more about the team during these next months than hear from them and these sound bites that you pull during uh, media appearances. Wow, Mark, Aiden is against fun. Doesn't believe that Micah Parsons should have enjoyed himself at the Super Bowl, um, it seems. You know, first first time to do the car wash as a professional, whatever. Uh, Mark, would you like to add anything to your most optimistic uh, next month, month and change for the Cowboys, uh, other than what you've already noted so far? No, because that, that pretty much is it. You just want to hear that guys who are injured, just basically to sum it up, guys who are injured are 100% Guys who need to take a step are taking steps. And really, you can't hear anything about the offensive line so much because it's basketball on grass. But if you could just hear, oh, this might actually be another one. If you could hear about the cohesion of the team and how it was comparable to last season and that everybody showed up on the day after the playoff loss and lifted them weights and we love each other. I think that that would help too. And also a belief in Dan Quinn year two. If you could hear something like that, I think that again, this would really help the hype train, not hit a penny, which it's done all off season. Support for this podcast comes from smart water. Life moves pretty fast. Are you drinking water that can keep up? Smartwater Alkaline has everything you need to stay hydrated, no matter where your day takes you. Whether you're pitching a tent or your next big idea, Smartwater Alkaline can help you perform your best. It delivers a pure, crisp taste that makes it the perfect chaser after a big workout. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Life moves pretty fast. Are you drinking water that can keep up? Smartwater Alkaline has everything you need to stay hydrated, no matter where your day takes you. Whether you're pitching a tent or your next big idea, Smartwater Alkaline can help you perform your best. It delivers a pure, crisp taste that makes it the perfect chaser after a big workout. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. I agree. Um, Kind of like taking a branch off of your tree, Mark. I would love to hear something like, you know, Aiden mentioned the the workouts at Dak Prescott's house and, and his backyard, obviously very famously documented. But like Dak and Simi Fajoko's chemistry ha- has really started to blossom. Like I think like to hear some sort of new chapter that is, is kind of of an old book, I think would go a long way towards kind of calming everybody down. Uh, Tom, I want to start off with you by noting that DJ Dog 31's comment says, I never, ever want to hear deadlines make deals from Steven <laughs> or Jerry. Um, interestingly, this is one of the very first off seasons in a long time where there wasn't or hasn't been this like looming pending deal hanging over the organization. Obviously, Dak Prescott's for a long time to Marcus Lawrence's. So you would have thought that this offseason would have been set up for no real drama in that sense. But uh, lo and behold, here we are. Uh, Tom, paint us a picture. Uh, the Mona Lisa, the Picasso, whatever you want to do. Uh, the Picasso? That's not correct. Uh, but either way, the Sistine Chapel is yours, Tom. Uh, the canvas is blank. What's the most optimistic way the next month unfolds for America's team? Well, uh, in the draft, the Cowboys trade back a few spots from 24 and still get Green or Johnson in the first round at towards the end and, you know, turn that into an extra day three, a day two pick. And 
on Tom, just two. to uh, just just to plug, we did uh, Connor Livesy and I do mock drafts every Monday here on the Blog mm-hmm. and the Boys YouTube channel. And this week we did trade back with the Kansas City Chiefs and picked up uh, a day three pick and still wound up with Zion Johnson. So yeah, yeah, that would that would be a great start. So you know, great minds, all that stuff. And then on on day two, they get them a wide receiver, an edge rusher, and an interior defensive lineman. Uh, and then day three, they managed to, you know, maybe get a little bit of a steal with a safety and a linebacker. And they would suddenly have, look a lot better with some of their depth questions they've got going in, uh, you know, then, you know, gets the good, the good use that we've, everyone has already mentioned about Dak's health and that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, just be set up to roll into the training camp, ready to, to get this roster sorted out figure out who they're going to keep around for the 53 and and let's see what happens and and focus on proving stuff on the field this is a difficult way to phrase this question tom and i'm going to ask both aiden and mark this as well um difficult but i'm going to ask it nonetheless what's the floor for where you want to see them draft a wide receiver the the the, we'll call it a round like what's the lowest point that you feel like they can wait to draft a receiver again that's that's a hard way to put it because anybody can come in and have an immediate impact regardless of where they're drafted that's the magic of the whole process but like generally speaking what's the floor because you said on day two so i'm are you saying it has to be at least a third round pick for you to feel comfortable i i would probably feel most comfortable if they got one by round three uh which i believe is where they got michael gallup and they said it is pretty happy with him so they they've shown they can do it uh, there seem to be a there seems to be wide receiver quality for quite a ways this draft. So yeah, I would like if they have one by day three, I'm I'm pretty happy. Uh, and if you know if they don't pull a trade back, if they get an edge rusher and a wide receiver on day two, I'm going to feel pretty good about the draft. Uh, you know, there may be somebody else that falls in that they they pick up that just is too high a value, but. I just like to go with, you know, what are those those value positions? And, you know, the the, the guard is a, a special issue this year because I don't think any of us are really thrilled about uh, relying on Connor McGovern to be the starter. But after that, get you get you a couple of the high value positions like edge rusher and wide receiver, and then I think you're set up. So, Mark, Tom says the third round. Uh, John Wick makes me sweaty. Also says the third round. But DJ Doc Thirty One says round two. Those wide receivers will go quick once the run starts. We've seen that happen with multiple positions. Um, you know, it tends to go quickly. So, is is round two your floor, Mark, or do you agree that the third round is is a you know a fine period to wait until? I don't like to be the agree guy, but I don't see any way around it because in my heart, that's what I believe. Is, Speak from the corazón, Mark. Just yeah, never... it is is. Um, the third round, and it is because that's right about the point where the talent starts to dry up, and then after that point, you're really picking through development guys like Simi Fajoko with Cedric Wilson, guys that may develop for you later on, but I need someone who will develop by the end of the year like Michael Gallup did in his rookie season. So it is, for me, the, th- the third round. Aiden, are you going to agree with these guys? Or are you going to be original? So I'm. Is this like the absolute like latest we'd be comfortable taking a receiver in the Correct. draft? Yeah. Again, okay. and that's, it's a weird way to phrase the question, but you know, I make the rules up as we go along. Okay, my answer is undrafted. Then I, 
don't wow. think we need a receiver so you're, in the so draft. Like, if they don't draft a receiver, it's not an indictment yeah. on the draft in your mind. No, if they don't take a receiver and I look at the draft board after, I'm not going to be like, oh, we completely messed up that draft because they didn't take a receiver. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm 100% comfortable with the receivers that we have now, but I, like, I'm, and you'll probably see on blogging the boys, I'm going to come out a, with a list of the position groups ranked. I don't know if receivers going to fall inside my top seven position groups that need to be addressed in the draft. So you're saying the set, like uh, if you did a, a power ranking, which I guess you're going to do, I didn't even know this, so I'm excited about this, but if you did a power ranking of the most like needy positions on the Cowboys, you're saying wide receiver would not fall in the top seven. No, because I think we've been spoiled these last few years. I understand we've had Gallup. We've had CD lamb for the last two years. We've had Cooper. It's, and that's that, that's a great wide receiver core, and it's definitely helped Dak. And I love that receiver core. I don't think we need three great receivers, and I don't eat like J- the combination of James Washington, Noah Brown, and see what you got with Simi Fahoko. I'm completely fine with that being the wide receiver three. Maybe add a very very cheap free agent, like I said, a Keelan Cole's not going to be that expensive that you can throw in there as another receiver. I'm completely fine with that being our wide receiver rotation. Mark, do you agree that wide receiver is not that pressing of a concern? Or would it be in your top seven positions that are of the highest concern on the Cowboys roster at the moment? Yeah, I think it's a top seven need. And because I'm looking at the future, I'm looking to stockpile in 23, 24, and beyond. And so that's why I would look to try to get someone like that. And also in doing so, Maybe get someone that can contribute right away. By the way, did anyone notice that James Washington, in his interview with Jory Epstein of USA Today, used a very Joseph Randall-esque phrase when he talked about meat on the bone? Both Oklahoma State Cowboys. So there's something right. in Stillwater. That's what I'm saying. Wow. It's like, no, we don't talk about meat on the bone. Let's try a different one, like florets on the broccoli. You know what, Mark? I think we should uh, popularize Florence on the broccoli. Uh, Tom, do you think that wide receiver is a top seven need on the Dallas Cowboys roster at the moment? I think, yeah, I would say it's probably not probably. Come on, okay. pick pick a pick a side. Um, I, I, yeah, I would say it's it's at least at least six or seven, uh, just to me. Uh, but. I do think that C.D. Lamb is going to make us feel a lot more comfortable about however it shakes out by midseason because he's now the, the the lead dog in that room. And I think people are going to, to see why the Cowboys were so thrilled when he fell to them. Mm. Um, okay, Tom, before we kind of bounce around with some other subjects, do you have anything else to add to your perfect off or perfect month, month and a half of the Cowboys? Uh not that, not that I can retain. I think something flitted through my brain briefly, but leaked out my ear. Okay, so uh, Brian Bradford asked, "What about a Schultz deal? Do does anybody feel like it would be necessary for the Cowboys to pull this off?" Aiden, you nodded. I will say, I kind of hope they don't land a deal um, with Dalton Schultz. I mean, they're doing a lot of work on tight ends. This draft, like that's, I mean, this Stephen Jones way is draft Dalton Schultz's replacement this year, let him play out the year on the tag and then pick up your comp pick maybe in 2024. But do you, so you want to see a long-term deal for Dalton Schultz? Aiden? I wrote about this when the, they tagged him. I think Schultz is a top six to top seven tight end in the NFL. And I, I don't want to try and plug and play 
a position as that I've, if I've said it once, I've said it, that the tight end position is extremely underrated with how important it is on the team. The fact that Schultz, in my opinion, is a top seven tight end, I, we can debate that. But I mean, I, I'd like to see us get a long-term deal done. And if you get it done sooner, it's going to be cheaper, which is what we've been bemoaning the Cowboys for all off season. So I, I think a Schultz deal would be a huge win. Mark, is it essential for the Cowboys to you know figure out a long-term deal with Dalton Schultz this year? No, but I think that they will. I think that by training camp, they'll figure it out. But mm. with him, I think that you could afford to do the old Demarcus Lawrence double franchise tag. The positional value is a lot lower, to your point, relative yeah. to others. So that is uh, definitely, especially if you do draft somebody, you know, on day two this year, and you give them time to blossom and to grow, and that person wouldn't have to fully take charge of the role until year three, which would seemingly be yeah. when they were ready. To Aiden's point, and then you're also put Stephen Jones in a pickle because now he's got to figure out which of his guys he likes. Well said, Tom. Or Mark, well said, uh, Tom. Um, not about Dalton Schultz, but none of you incorporated a running back in your perfect month, month and change for the Cowboys. Um, in the mock draft that Connor and I did, we took Hassan Haskins from Michigan in the fifth round for the Cowboys, one of their four fifth round picks. Um, I do think that it is essential for the Cowboys. Like, I don't mean essential like do or die, but like they have to walk away from this draft with the potential would-be starting running back on the team in 2023. Tony Pollard's in a contract here. It makes sense that they would get out of the Zeke deal next year when they can because they haven't restructured him. So that suggests that they are at the very least aware of that. I mean, is it is it somewhat important for them to get a future starting running back in this draft, Tom, or even undrafted free agency? I mean, because that feel like I don't think that they want that. We and we don't want that to be a top need for them next year, next offseason, because then they will overcompensate for the fact that it is a need and that we'll end up back in the cycle we don't want to be. Yeah, I'm not worried about running back right now. I'm I'm intrigued to see what they've got in players like you know Rico Rico Dowdle and and Jaquan Hardy. Uh, I, I I would like to see whether those guys can maybe develop as po a possible future thing. And I just would love to see the team get away from relying so heavily on having the stud running back. I want this to be a, a more modern NFL offense where the, the running back is a cog, but it's not your feature. And, and so I would kind of hope that maybe this is a chance for the Cowboys to evolve away from that. And, you know, Ezekiel Elliott may still have two or three good years in him anyway, so I don't think they need to worry about replacing him. And they're to the point where I think they can ride out his contract for a couple more years if they have to it's 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 a thing where they've got options um mark on the subject of running backs did you see that shewo olonilua changed his jersey number to, to number 33 yeah that's a 90 man roster uh addition you will also see this off season some offensive linemen and defensive linemen take number 74 which is bob lilly mr cowboy's number uh but this, this is just 90 man when they finalize the 53-man roster at the end of preseason, I don't think anybody's going to have touchdown Tony Dorsett's number. 
Uh, well, Cheeto Bayouze did. We like we forget that. I mean, Cheeto was rocking thirty three for you know a minute, but yeah, I mean, I don't think they're gonna let a running back wear that number. Um, Aiden, do you think it's important for the Cowboys to find a running back in the future, or are you with Tom? Like, who cares? Worry about it in the future because running backs are a dime a dozen. No, I I preface it by yeah, fifth round pick to me seems you what you have four of them this year. Yeah, use one of them and see what you got it. See what if you can hit on a running back because. And this is what we talked about on first and ten. Though I think the Ryan Null signing, he's kind of going to get, he's going to take over like that Ito Smith role, and they're looking for a Corey Clement for next year. And so I'd love it if they took a fifth round pick on a running back. I, at least I kind of hope, and I'll whisper this: I hope that in twenty twenty three, Zeke and Pollard are elsewhere because I don't want to be paying a lot of money for a running back. And so I it's better to look for it earlier. And especially if it's a fifth round pick, yeah, you're paying him pennies on the dollar. So, uh, the last fifth round running back for the Dallas Cowboys is the aforementioned Joseph Randall, who Mark brought up and that worked out like, or kind of worked out like from a production standpoint before, um, before it fell apart. I mean, I don't, I don't know of a, <laughs> of a nice way to say that. Uh, but yeah. Um, okay. Anybody want anything else before we pick whose, uh, whose picture is the prettiest here? Any, any, any kind of cherries on top to your Sundays? This is like the end of the, the frozen yogurt line where they just have all the little, like, you know, sprinkle toppings and stuff like that. So whoever has anything now, like you have to say it or, or else you might lose. At the business meeting or press conference tomorrow, Jerry Jones announces that they're going to have their own Bitcoin, and so you'll have, so you'll have, you know, Cowboy Coin as their own cryptocurrency that you can use to pay to go to games and get, um, you know, Dr Pepper and uh, nachos at AT and T Stadium. Does anybody else want to offer a prediction on what the the major business announcement is going to be? I actually do think that like a cryptocurrency partnership is like a very feasible thing, uh, just given like where we are in the world. Um, so I know you kind of said that tongue in cheek, Mark, but I think that could be the legitimate thing. Does hey, anybody no, else for real? They should. I don't know why that. I mean, Elon well, Musk is doing one. Well, and the the, the Tennessee Cowboys. Titans just announced a, an official crypto part, or that they're accepting cryptocurrency as methods of payment. So like, yeah, I mean, you know, get with the times. But uh, anybody have anything else that they think it could be? It's hard to think what they don't already have their finger in. So it's kind of yeah, like to... a lot of people, Tom, to that point, suggested it would be the announcement of like some sort of fight or event at, at AT&T Stadium. But they do that on the reg. You know what I mean? So like, I don't know how that would be new. Um, you know, like, OK, you're going to have another event at AT&T Stadium. Cool. Well, you know, just like add it to the list. It's like the Cleveland Browns, like old quarterback jersey list at this point, like different events that take place at the stadium. Um, but, um, but Aiden, did you have a suggestion on what you think it might be? Nope, I have. I mean, maybe they're the only thing I could think of is like, I don't know, what are they separating their media deals away from the NFL now? Now that they they have their licensing deals, I have no, I have zero idea what it could be, and I'm not. Mm. I'm came a wager prediction. Mark, do you have a non crypto prediction? Not really, because I'm just too zeroed in on that angle of it that they come out with Jerry Coin. You know, that's. It's very feasible, but the the the, 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 the part the, the part about uh, special VIP guests, like who would the guests be when it relates to like any sort of cryptocurrency? You know what I mean? Like that's what lends me to think it's some sort of fight. Like they have the boxers or whoever, you know, blah blah. So um, I don't know, but okay. Anybody? Nobody has anything else then to add to your uh, your perfect off seasons or perfect next month, month and a half. Perfect off season. One thing for me would be I'd love to hear if they don't address it 
And I don't think they're going to address cornerback with a high capital pick in the draft. And if they don't address linebacker, and this is kind of, we've kind of been dancing around it. I'd love to hear that both Kelvin Joseph and Jabril Cox have been working in with the first team and they're just shining. They look like the players that everybody expects them to be and they're going to be the next studs of the team. Mm. Um Okay, that wasn't enough to have you win the roundtable. Tom, congratulations on winning tonight's roundtable. Your off-season or month, month and change picture was, I think, the prettiest. I think because it involves trading back. And so he kind of cheated over you guys, Aiden and Mark. Um, that was a low-hanging fruit. But but Tom took it. Nobody else you know, went that route. If the Cowboys manage to pick up extra capital and still walk away with one of the top two guards, I don't think anybody will care which one it is. Uh, people will equate it to the Travis Frederick pick. That would be two years in a row that they traded back, obviously because of Micah Parsons last year. Uh, Tom, who do you want to thank? What do you want to say? The, the floor is yours. Uh, I do feel like this is just like I've been around so long and haven't won one before. That this <laughs> must be what happened here. So I appreciate your your kind heart towards me, RJ. Well, Tom, just so you know, Moinka says that Aiden won. Um, so it, <laughs> Moinka <laughs> seems uh, to disagree with the assertion that you are, are tonight's true victor. Um, Aiden, do you feel like you are the true winner that Tom was or that you were robbed and that Tom was wrongfully crowned? Yeah, I think if all of our suggestions and all of our recommendations could happen, I think Cowboys Nation could be a winner. So I'll just I'll say that as of now, nothing's been out of everything we've said. Nothing's been disproven. So everything's going to happen. And we're all winners here. Uh Right in the fence. Well done. Aiden, a true future politician, if I've ever known one. Uh, Mark, I almost gave you the win, even though it has nothing really to do with the football team for the crypto suggestion, just because <laughs> that would be so much fun, especially if it were called. It wouldn't be called Jerry Coin. It would be called like Star Coin. It would it'd be something to do with that. And like there would be like a special app and things like that. Like it would be incredible. Uh, it would be like the um, the little cartoon in Loki. You know what I'm talking about? Like from the that like spoke to him and stuff like that. Like that would be the like character or whatever uh associated with it uh but you came very close mark just so you know oh good another 26 years <laughs> um <laughs> okay uh so uh that about does it does anybody have any other cowboys things that are on on their mind that they have to say or they will not be able to sleep for the next week nobody wow mm. everybody's really fighting for the the round table post what? Yeah, we're not going to pick on Dan. Not going to pick on Dan Snyder and the Commanders at all. I mean, that could be. <laughs> I, I mean, Tom, you already took some low-hanging fruit. Um, so, I mean, I don't think you need to go that route. Um, yeah, that's hanging about it. Yeah, as that, as this is get. almost like uh, guava fruit on the jungle floor that's rotting. That's how low-hanging it is. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's like the fruit that's. I mean, it's it's been buried in the ground. Like it's like one of those trees that's warped and like now is like completely bent over. Um, so yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. So, uh, well, thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, our live round tables can always be viewed on the blog on the boys, YouTube channel. You can obviously, or obviously watch them after the fact as well. You can listen to them on the blog on the boys podcast network on our podcast network. You can listen to all of these wonderful voices on Mondays. You can hear Aiden Davis on first and 10. After that, you can hear Mark Lane on hidden yardage on Thursdays. You can hear Tom on riled up. Uh, they are some of the very best people in the world that cover the Dallas Cowboys. So, um, Mark, go ahead and send us off. The last, we'll say 19 words belong to you. <laughs> they don't have to be 19 words. <laughs> so. I'm going to add more lanyards next week. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next time.
Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. 